The Man Cave Podcast is brought to you by Woods and Water Realty. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Woods and Water Realty is your go-to real estate store. Check them out online at woodsandwater.com. The Man Cave. A sanctuary. A sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is another episode of the Man Cave Podcast coming at you. I'm Dan Casper, as always, and I got to tell you, I'm pumped about this episode. I'm pumped about this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. First, I'm pumped for you guys because you get to hear a different voice besides mine all the time. But we're, we're talking with a friend of mine, Paul Hendricks, who is the Eau Claire Express first base coach. He's El Tuna Boys head basketball coach. Um, he's a demolition derby nut. He officiates football. The dude does it all. He is a grinder. He's a grinder. And he has been a grinder throughout his whole life, as we're going to hear a little bit uh, coming up in uh, in our quick chat. But Paul is somebody that um kind of look up to. I've kind of looked up to. He doesn't know this. If he's listening to this right now, he probably just found out about it. But if you want to look at somebody who is a non-stop worker, guy that wants to chase his goals, works hard at it, just grinds his butt off, and is able to accomplish a lot of great things. That that's Paul Hendricks. That's Paulie Hendricks right there. The a man that isn't afraid of hard work, isn't afraid of going after something, isn't afraid of chasing something that he wants. And he does it. He is he's an inspiration to a lot of people. Like his students, his players, you should be looking up to your coach, Coach Hendricks, because that that's that that's that's the guy right there. That's the guy right there. Great family guy. Just a great athlete, great coach, just an awesome human being. So, all right, now that I'm done piping up uh, Paulie here, let's just get to our chat. So Paulie was uh, was uh, kind enough to, to stop by for a little bit. But, Paulie, if you're listening to this again, too, we need to make you a regular, not only on the air, on, on the radio show, but on the podcast, too. Not just you – know, I want to I pick your brain about a bunch of different stuff in the uh, – in the sports world, pro, college, high school. So, Paulie, if you're listening to this, I want to I want to give you I want you to give me a thumbs up if you're up for it, making you a regular on here and a regular contributor on the radio program too. But uh, all right, let's get to it. All right, let, let's get to the conversation here with uh, Mr. Paul Hendricks. All right, my next guest is uh, well, if you're in Altoona, you probably know him. Heck, even Eau Claire. Uh, I don't know what you don't do these days, Mr. Paul Hendricks, Coach Paul Hendricks, uh, head boy, head boys basketball coach at Altoona, first base coach for the Express. You're an official. You're in uh, demolition derbies. I mean, dude, I was talking about you the other day to steal from John Gruen, Gruen Grinders. You're like you're like a grinder at the top of my list, man. I don't know how. That's my best John Gruen impression, too, man. Uh, but Paulie, anyways, that's that's a horrible introduction. But I appreciate you. Stopping in and chatting with us a little bit. 
Yeah, absolutely, Dan. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, this should be uh, pretty fun talking yeah. about some things here, seeing what's going on. Exactly, and the reason I really want to talk with you is because I'm fascinated with with how much work you put in to, to what you do. I mean, you and I are both from Medford. You, you were a couple of years ahead of me in high school. I mean, I can still envision you and your wife walking down the hallway, your arms wrapped around her all the time. I mean, that's and just dominating in sports and all that. But you were so humble, and you you were so kind to everybody there too. But you know, even going back then, football, basketball, baseball, you were doing it all. What? I, can you kind of like? Do you have a moment where you knew like sports was your life, like that was your thing? Was that something you always grew up with? Yeah, I think so. You know, it started you know way back when being little and. You know, always wanted to be good at something, and mm-hmm. you know, in in order to be good, no matter what it is, you got to put time in. And uh, you know, if it was basketball, baseball, football, whatever, and you know, and that translated into what I do now. And yeah. if you want to be good at something, you got to put some time in. And you know, that's that's the number one thing I look at. And you ended up playing some college hoops too. Over uh, was it Saint uh, Saint Joe's in Minnesota? There, yeah, it's Saint John's. Saint yep. John's. Saint, Saint John's. Yep. Uh, ended up you know doing very very well there. Mm-hmm. Uh, was pretty fortunate. Came in as a freshman, and uh, the team before that was pretty good. They made the uh, the NCAA tournament and made a Final Four run there. Nice. Graduated a lot of guys, so you know had some big shoes to fill. So it was it was pretty exciting four years there, and you know did did very well. And you know I look back at that too. You know you just keep putting time in and grinding there too, and yeah. and finding yourself uh, playing as a freshman. That's pretty pretty exciting as you know at a at a D three college. Absolutely. You know now that you're a coach too. You know kind of going back into you know, when you're in your playing days, does that kind of help benefit you think with some maybe some of your players if they're kind of thinking about playing at the next level? You know, because you have that experience, but also at the same time, how has that changed? I mean, now with the internet, I think is like bigger with huddle accounts and all that. I mean, is it really different from when you were playing? You know, it is, but it isn't. Uh, you get back to you know those best best athletes are going to find their way out there, and coaches are going to get to see them. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, um, you know, when when I was getting recruited, you had to. You know, get yourself out there. You had to show your stuff. There wasn't a click of the button, and all of a sudden now a coach can see a film. And yeah. you know, a lot of the guys that you know get recruited for me now, it's you know, send us film, and they can get it that night, and yeah. you know, within minutes. And uh, you know, they're able to see these kids that quick, and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. It was just crazy how fast the recruiting has changed that way. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking a little bit about the other night at the Express game about because you were just coaching uh, the All Star game. Just the the sheer talent uh, of these high school kids and how it's changed o- over the years. I mean, can you imagine yourself playing now? If like yeah, you're back then playing now, I mean, you're a tall guy, exactly. So, you know, and, and I'm still not tall enough yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, being able to coach that uh, D two uh, All Star game uh, down at Just the Game Fieldhouse was pretty neat. Um, we had twelve guys on a roster, and I think ten out of the twelve could could dunk. Man. Uh, and that's a coach's dream, you know, especially yeah. at the high school level. Uh, we had some pretty high-profile kids there, and it was just a blast, too, um, seeing these kids get out on the court and working hard for a week and, uh, you know, doing what they love to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking doing of what you, you love to do, obviously you love doing what you're doing. Otherwise, I mean, because you, you're, you're putting in a lot of time. Well, what's that motivation for you at, at this point? You know, I'm not trying to call you old or anything. Yeah, you know, exactly. But... Well, trust me, I feel old some days. <laughs> Uh, motivation, I guess, you know, just trying to get what's best out of kids, uh, you know, especially, you know, now moving to this express, um, gig here that I got, uh, coach Varshow, you know, came approached me. He's like, you know, do you ever think about, you know, helping out with college athletes? And I'm like, you know what, that would be kind of, kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he offered me 
you know, to come along this summer and, you know, coach first base. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go see what it's all about. Yeah. And, you know, coaching these high school kids. And I think, you know, I'm going to be able to use that now. I'm coaching these kids at Altoona. It's like you can see how much these college athletes work and work and work uh, on the baseball field. You know, if that's the level you want to get to, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And that's been the biggest eye-opening thing for me is, you know, these kids have that goal of getting drafted. And, uh, you know, them putting in the time, you know, getting in the weight room and working on their arms. It's just yeah. crazy the amount of time that they put in. Uh, you know, so I'm just doing the coaching part of it. It's to see that athlete side of it, too, is, is just amazing. Uh, what else do you or who else do you think has been such an influence on, like, your coaching and just even your personal life, too? I mean, going way back, who... Who would you put on that well, list? Well, I, I would have to say my college coach of, you know, Coach Jim Smith, who was at St. John's for who, now you're going to put me on the spot there for <laughs> n- numerous amount of years, um, you know, winning his coach in, in college, you know, basketball over in Minnesota. Uh, just crazy to see the time and the effort and the family aspect that he built in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, traveling to all our, you know, going to Hawaii and bringing his wife and his kids with, you know, it's those things you've grown up, you see, like, yeah, I'm going to mimic that as I you know, as I go through the coaching uh, standards too. So I think he's a big piece of, of what I've done, uh, you know, kind of taking that college aspect and, you know, moving it into what I do daily. Yeah. Uh, would you say, you know, that when did you, or I guess when did you think that, you know what, coaching might be in my future? Was it kind of at that point? Well, when I started to go to college, I think that's, you know, part of why I chose the education background is to mm-hmm. stay around athletics, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Athletics has been my whole life, uh, so trying to find a way to entwine that into my future job, um, you know, going down the teaching avenue and then finding out the coaching piece. And I was pretty uh, fortunate, too, to get that high school job right out of college. It's not yeah. too often that you get a 22-year-old high school basketball coach in Wisconsin uh, getting that, you know, getting his feet wet right away. And I was able to do that and kind of learn as you go. And mm-hmm. and now it's kind of just ingrained of how can you get better. Yeah. Coach Paul Henricks uh, joining us here, kind of chatting about, uh, I-, I wanted to kind of chat about the, the last few years because, dude, you're doing everything right now. And you have that passion. You have a great family support too, it sounds like, uh, your kids and your wife and such. I mean, they must kind of like you if they let you keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I keep doing what I love to do, and, you know, they're they're my number one supporters uh, cheering for me in that. And mm-hmm. and uh, even with the Express going on the road here, they're traveling with us and having a blast uh, yeah. getting to the away games. And uh, next week we go on the road for our final week, and, you know, they're all thinking about how can we get down to Waterloo, what's going on in Waterloo. and. Nice. Uh, so the, yeah, they're thinking about coming with on the road trip. So it's it's been a blast uh, this summer, and yeah, all the way through they they number one cheerleaders are are my family. Perfect. And then you got uh, hopefully the playoffs too. Some yeah, playoff exactly. Yep. So hopefully we can string a few wins together here, and it's a tight race here for that second half, and mm-hmm. we can find ourselves uh, in that first place here in the second half, and. and Give it a shot in the playoffs. You kind of mentioned it uh, a little bit, but with coaching the college kids, is that something you can take away, you think, for your basketball team, watching how those college kids prepare and then getting into the high school level? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and especially, you know, if those kids want to play at the next level, it's like you got to mm-hmm. see how these kids work. And, you know, I'm going to have those stories to share with my high school athletes and, you know, and, and definitely use that hand-in-hand hand to, to make things better. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you, you originally coached at Augusta, too. Then you came to Altoona. I mean, you, you turned some programs around uh, when you went to Augusta and then here in Altoona. I mean, you want to give us a secret? I mean, what what is it? Do you have a secret plan or well, anything like I, that? Well, like I said, it's, it's get them when they're young. You know, yeah. uh, 
when I saw you at the Express game the other night, uh, I had youth camp from 1 to 3.30 earlier, and it's <laughs> it's like all the way from those first graders all the way up to eighth grade. It's yeah. you know, get a ball in their hand early and, and enjoy it. You know, that's one of my biggest things is a three-letter word of having fun. you got to have fun while you do it and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find ways to do that with these kids and, and just keep them excited to be in the gym. And, mm-hmm. and if you do that, they'll take care of themselves. I remember, uh, I think, Medford, you said, since you said little ones, I remember the Raider camp, but I think Coach Bilson was the first one back. Exactly. You know, yep, whiz back. kid. You yeah, got it. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. I, still, I think I still got those little ribbons or something yep. like that. Exactly. And, and that's what it is. You know, you get those kids excited, give them a T-shirt, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and get them excited to be in the gym, and, and they'll keep working on their basketball skills. What do you make of this area in just terms of, like, just the sheer talent and all across? I mean, you know, when we were growing up, we had the Lumberjack Conference. We were going up to Tomahawk and Ashland and – those long road trips but here just in this vicinity from what you've seen whether it's officiating or even coaching yourself there's a lot of talent in this area isn't there yeah absolutely Eau Claire is you know a breeding grounds for a lot of that uh, which is just great uh you know we host um 24 teams in our summer league for basketball in Altoona and it's just fun yeah. to see Eau Claire North and Chippewa Falls the different athletes come in um to our facilities on Monday night and and you know get after it yeah. and you know that translate into the baseball field too i mean having all these baseball complexes around where these mm-hmm. kids can play uh you know in the crbl even and it's it's neat to the see the sports yeah. yes the opportunities that these kids have even after high school you mm-hmm. know what they can do and what they can get out and watch and it's just great for the area when did you know you were a good athlete ha. <laughs> man you know i think part of it is um you know, especially for me, I was in team sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was exciting for us in middle school, especially in basketball, to have a good middle school basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think looking back, we always we always joke about it. I think we only had like two or three losses in our whole middle school <laughs> careers. And, you know, granted, yeah, we had some good kids and some height at our size. But, was Chad Clough um, keeping track of oh, that or something? Chad <laughs> is the big one, you know. Yeah. Chad is the big one who uh, always remembers all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't have many losses, and that's kind of where, you know, it, it started to breed. And, you mm-hmm. know, us uh, in that group, our whole group of um, athletes there that graduated in 2002 from Medford, yeah. uh, it's like, hey, if we keep doing this, you know, we could do something special if we keep working and, and keep mm-hmm. getting better. So. I would say those middle school years are where we really challenged each other and, and, you know, started to get better there. If you can play on that little gym over there that we'd always do in middle school and slip in and slide in, I think you'd be pretty good over there. Exactly. Man, that gym was rough over there. Holy moly. But, you know, where did – I got to imagine you got a lot of support because you were a three-sport kid in, in high school and you exceeded at that uh, in that, but your parents and, and all that too, big supporters? Yeah, absolutely. You know, coming from home and – even mom and dad still get over to the games in Altoona nice. quite a bit, so it's it's neat. You know, I was talking to some of the college kids on the express team about my parents. It was a three and a half hour trip over to St. John's, and man, I don't I don't know if they've missed five games in four years. It was just really it was wow. crazy how they did that. Um, just huge support, you know, mm-hmm. doing that on a on a Wednesday night continuously. Yep. A Monday, Wednesday, Saturday is you know when we used to play and. Yep. They would make the trip every single day, wow, that's uh, no awesome. matter what. Uh, so how they made it to work the next day, I have no idea. <laughs> but great, great um, support from home too. Um, yeah, so a lot of lot of things there too. You know, with that whole family and in mm-hmm. the support from mom and dad. So it was just great. And you've kind of done that too because you were helping out with your daughter just a couple of years ago with her high school team too. Correct. Yep. When I made the switch over to Altoona, that's kind of what what drove it. Uh, being in Augusta. The Augusta boys and the Altoona girls played on the same night. Gotcha. So it was like, mm-hmm. at what point do you have to choose your family over, 
you know, mm-hmm. what you're doing for a profession. So that's what kind of made the switch there. And I coached with the girls team for a couple of years while she was a freshman and sophomore. And then the, the boys job came open. So it was, it was time to let her go and, and do her thing. And yeah, uh, she graduated now and she's going to be going to Eau Claire here. So oh, you Eau Claire? Yeah. All right. She's living at home then? With she's going to be living at home. So it kind of really hasn't hit me that, yeah. yeah, I have one graduated, but you know, she's still around and, you know, get to see her every day. And perfect. Uh, so yeah, so she's going to be staying close to home and I already talked to her. Talked to her about. Oh, are you going to be sitting on the bench with me? She's got that coach's eye, nice. uh, which is just interesting. You know, some kids have that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as soon as our boys' games finish up, guess who was sitting on the couch waiting for me to get home? It's like she was going to give me pointers of what we could do better. So it's it's That's interesting awesome. that she's got that that side of her. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what would you? Because you you said you have this work ethic. Where would you say that you got that work ethic? And what would you give to to youngsters? Maybe like you know if they wanted do something similar to what you know chasing their dreams and, and their goals i mean so where did you get your work ethic do you think from and what kind of advice would you give those youngsters out there you know you were giving me the business about uh, one of my classmates tyler that was not Russ. me that was tim that was tim that was tim but so. uh, <laughs> you know seeing tyler got a mouth sometimes yeah tyler's <laughs> brother making it in the nfl mm-hmm. uh you know playing with the denver broncos there I think that was kind of that small town work ethic built in there. Mm-hmm. And then seeing Tyler trying to get to that level. And Tyler and I did everything together growing up in the big town of Stetsonville. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we were together. We were playing football in the backyard. He had his oh, I, he had his uh, Joe Montana jersey on, and, <laughs> and I had my Green Bay Packers jersey on. Uh, so, I mean, getting some of that – you know, built early, mm-hmm. um, you know, seeing his brother be so successful, I think, and in, in he worked his tail off. He's coaching with Washington right now? Yes, yeah. correct. Yep. So I think that's kind of where we kind of grew up with that. It's like, let's mm-hmm. go out and be the best we can and, and keep working hard and, and see what we can do. It doesn't matter what size town you grow up in. That's right. When you can say you're from Stetsonville and they all look like, where is that? <laughs> exactly. Town of 511. I don't know. I had to check that population now and see if it, it increased at all. Right. Yeah. I, I love because I was looking up Steve's stuff. I was trying to set him up for an interview, and he still got Stetsonville on there, too. And awesome. Like, oh, as his hometown. Right. That's yep, neat. Exactly. That's neat. So what would you kind of advise for, for those kiddos? Kind of the same thing. It's like, don't matter where you came from or anything like that. If you put in the work, it's it, good things will happen. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said earlier, you know, you got to enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love, you know, playing anything, playing basketball, playing football, just keep keep enjoying it. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is right now I think kids get that mindset of it's easier not to do those things. You know, we get a lot of kids sitting yeah. at home right now and, and even numbers in in our high schools are, are decreasing. we got to find ways to keep it entertaining for them get mm-hmm. them out doing those things and, and having fun yeah especially when we do have a lot of opportunities in our area too you know like you mentioned what dale's got with the baseball uh, academy over there too and just just everything around here too so all right well where do you see yourself in five years doing the same thing here or you know i mean you got a lot on your plate there big boy yeah so. i'm i'm pretty content with where i'm at you yeah. know um you know when i switched over to altoona a couple of years ago being able to be in the same school district with your kids, I think, is just priceless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoy going to work every day, you know, doing the athlete, athletic piece afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see myself being right here yeah. uh, until they graduate. You like coaching my, the high school level? I do, yeah. yeah. You know, someday, once those kids are maybe a little bit older, maybe could see myself jumping up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, as of right now, my youngest is going to be a fourth grader. Uh, so I think I'm good until yeah. he's he's out. So. That's kind of the mindset I have right now is, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. 
And uh, I, so I don't see myself changing a whole lot in the, in the next few years down the line. Express sticking around a few more years too, as long as Dale will have you. Yeah, that's <laughs> the truth. Uh, you know, that's the joke on it. Is it, everyone keeps asking me, "Are you enjoying it?" It's it's a grind, you know. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm having a blast. So if if Dale and Vic are all for me coming around again, <laughs> I, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think we've had a lot of uh, fun this year, and hopefully we can keep that rolling here in the second half. Once we got all our guys here, it's just. And that's another interesting piece to me is how that express roster just yeah. it's, shuffles it's, all the time. Yes, nonstop. I mean, you know, being in the area for 15 years, you don't realize that as an outsider. You don't, you know, really mm-hmm. follow the names. But now being on the inside, it's like, oh, man, this kid's here. And then all of a sudden he's gone and we get new guys in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just picked up three new guys just the other day. And it's just crazy how yeah. that is just, just rolling. Kids are off to, you know, school starting. Some get shut down here and there. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been eye-opening there. So, yeah. Absolutely. If if Dale is is willing to have me back, I, I would absolutely love it. Isn't it I like those kids too? I mean, they just got done playing like the Stanford kids and the West Coast, and then they got to come to Eau Claire, live with people they don't know, and and play baseball and teammates. I mean, that's that's a credit to them for that dedication there too. Absolutely, especially them making the College World Series, and mm-hmm. they literally I think had like three or four days off, and then boom, they were up here playing again, mm-hmm. and yeah, they start school here shortly so i mean some of these guys can't even make it till the end of the season and yep. they're back in class already so yeah it's it's a tough season but again if they want to make it at the next level this is a great the northwoods league is a great mm-hmm. great setup for them to make it in the minor leagues i was sitting next to somebody uh, i didn't tell you this at, at the game and first of all her question was do you know who that first base coach is he looks like somebody from our hometown I'm like, well, where's your hometown? She's like, Osceola. I'm like, no, I know that for sure. He's from right. Them, but, Not from there. Yeah. You know? And then uh, she's like, so what? She was asking, like, what league this was. And I told her it was a Northwoods. And she's like, so there's another one on the East Coast? And I'm like, yep, Cape Cod over there. But we think the Northwoods one is better. So right. we're, we're going to go with that exactly. one. Exactly. Right so I want to end this with a few questions, kind of like a, a lightning round, if you will. All right. We want to know Paul Hendricks a little bit more here. Okay. Let's see if we can do it. Favorite sports memory, personally? Hoofda. Favorite Coming out hot memory. right away. Wow, that is a tough one. I've got a lot of them. Uh, I'm going to have to combine a bunch of these. Go for it. Uh, making sectionals as a coach uh, with with the two teams I made it in Augusta and then the, the last two years here in Altoona. Playing at the sectional level is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans, packed house, it's something that, it's just making my my stomach turn over yeah. right now. Butterflies are happening, so I would say all that's those... to go to state if you win it. Correct. Right? Yep. yep. Uh, well, this was a semifinal game. I haven't okay. made it past that sectional gotcha. semifinal game, so Dan, <laughs> that's on my list to do. Uh, but yes, making it to those sectional games because everybody comes out to watch those games. I mean, they're packed house, they're sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tie all those four. Um, sectional games together, and and that's the goal. Obviously, is to to get to state. But some people even say like getting to state, the the crowd is so far away. Then yeah, you know, once you get to the Cole Center or mm-hmm. wherever you're playing at, uh, where those sectional games are still in high school arenas, so it's loud, it's and packed, loud and tight. And it's yep, exactly. Yep. So uh, those are probably my my biggest ones. Uh your favorite. Uh, your f- let's go favorite movie. It's on the tube after a long night of coaching. 
I, I'm into the, the Fast and the Furious shows. Really? I am. Well, you're so, a Demolition uh, Derby I'm a, guy. I'm a car guy. Where did yep. that come from, by the way, Demolition Derby? Well, started when I was 16, so really? believe it okay. or not, Dan, I've been doing that since really? back in the day of Metroford. Yeah, my, the old Taylor County Fair days? Taylor County <laughs> Fair. Got my, my butt whooped a lot of times at the Taylor County Fair. and. Uh, so, yeah, I got a car in the yard, just pulled one out yesterday. Uh, nice. Going to be running at Jim Falls Labor Day. Yep. All right, I'm going to stop over so, and watch yep, it, man. That'll be, that'll be the next. I'm building a 78 Ford LTD is going to be on the, nice. on the crush list. So We're gonna, I'm going to check that out, man. So, yeah, Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting. Uh, what, is there like a show you're streaming? Or you don't have time to watch TV, do you? Well, believe it or not, on our off day the other day, we started All-American. Okay. Uh, yep. yep. So my wife and I uh, sat down. And we binge watched. I think like five or six of the shows. So I haven't. I haven't started it yet. I saw so that it pop up. It's a good one. Is it? It's a good one. Okay. I can recommend it. So yeah, uh, we, uh, we literally couldn't stop. Uh, so it, it might get turned on today. <laughs> uh, do you have like any uh, like uh, superstitions when it comes to sports, like pregame superstitions or anything like that? Growing up or now or anything like that? I'm big into the clothing. Yeah. The clothing deal. Uh, you know, if we if we win a big game in a, a shirt. You know, a, a dress shirt, a polo shirt, whatever it is, we keep riding that out. So, yeah. I, I've do you been, wash it or no? We do wash okay. it, but we still wear the same thing: yep. tan pants, red shirt, or whatever it is. Tan pants. You know, we're going with suit or the tie, the tie look. I like it. So, uh, yeah, we kind of ride that out. Once it gets playoff time, if you win in that shirt, it like stays it. in that shirt. So we got you know our different setups. So, Did so you, I am into that a little bit. Yeah. Did you have any when you were playing? Playing super. I don't think I did. You know. And, and I'm chewing gum right now. I'm a big gum chewer, yeah. so maybe, maybe that's a crunch could, time you comes. Could, you could chew gum while you're playing? I, I think do. I'd choke. Nope. I chew gum. Even when you're playing hoops? Anytime I'm playing hoops. Wow. I still do that today, even in old man league. I'm wow. still chewing on gum while I'm playing. So You play old man league? I do. Yep. I, 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 You know what? I'll tell you what. The Bucks somehow got that basketball love. I want to play some rec ball. I want to play some league. i got to find some guys to hoop it up with. Yep, absolutely. Well, we can hook you up with that. Uh, we actually play twice a week uh, up in Chippewa okay. on Wednesday nights, and then uh, El Tuna has a league on Sunday nights. So. Really? Oh, you have to give you, me some info. There, yeah, that's man. right. You might have up. to join our roster. Uh, heck, yeah. We're, we're pretty solid, though. I mean, you gotta you gotta hoop I'll, it up. I'll warm the bench. I don't <laughs> care. I'll just I just want to wear my Dada Supremes from high school. And when you got Connor Miller on your team, I can Ooh. just hang out and rebound, and, and yeah. Connor does all the work. Exactly. Another Man. Medford connection there. No kidding. Holy cow. There's a, there's a lot of them. You go see David Flood at a chiropractor at any time. <laughs> I haven't seen David, but I see his name on the sign there all the time. <laughs> oh, wait. There's actually a, quite a few Medford people in there here are, before yeah. you know it. So uh, I had one more I wanted. To, oh, your favorite athlete as a kid growing up. Well, being the basketball guy, uh, my my favorite athlete actually was a baseball and football player. Okay, um, stole his jersey number growing up. It's I was guy. always two one. It's my guy right there. I was Dion. All, it is. It is Dion. Uh, my whole bedroom still at home. I haven't taken him down yet. That's posters, awesome. Posters all around of Dion Sanders. Yep. So uh, you don't know this story, uh, Mr. Waller, who still teaches him in, in back in Metford. Yeah. Uh, he gave me the nickname Dion. And because he always plays football at recess with his kids. No kidding. And he was always all-time quarterback. And one day, he threw a pick six. And I was... You were the man. I was the man. And he would always, like, pick teams for the kids. All right. That day, we were the 49ers. He comes in after recess on the board. He writes, game MVP, Dion Dan Casper. (laughs) And that's how he made me sign my... He's probably listening right now because he's actually, like, listens to the show once in a while. Awesome. But he always had me sign my homework, Dion, and all that sort of stuff. No kidding. Yeah. Because I knew you were a big Dion fan, That's how it started. So, yeah. I mean, I still got the the poster hanging up where 
half of him is baseball Dion, and the other half is uh, the football Dion. Yeah, right. so I like that. So yeah, um, big Dion Sanders. Like I said, two one was my number. Yep. Uh, growing up, I had to go to college and switch to twenty five. So even watching the the Derby car lineup. 21, 21, 21, I get to college, and then the derby car number switches to 25. Now everything's 25, 25, 25. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. That's awesome. Well, Paulie, hey, I appreciate you stopping by here for a little bit. I might have kept you a little long, but I would do this all day with you if I could. So Yeah, we might have to get on air, and we, we could go all day and just chat. Yeah, uh, so if you're up for it, let's do this more. I really appreciate you stopping in. I got to tell you, man, uh, for, for what you do, you, I'm not just saying this. You're an inspiration for how much work you put in, how you grind it, man. I mean, people need to, kids need to be looking up to you because you, you're, you're doing it all, and you're doing a dang good job at it too. So, big thanks, man. Yeah, you bet. It's it's fun, man. I I enjoy it. So, thanks for having me on, Dan. You got it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. But can you do me a quick favor? Can you subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast? And, you know, rate it, like if you're on iTunes or anything like that. Just make it a good rating. That way other people can find the podcast, too. Hey, we're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it. We're all over. Spread the word about the Man Cave podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk with you later.